Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Good morning, everyone. Hello. I am not Greeny. I am Shay Cornette and Joe Fortenbaugh here as well. We're filling in for Greeny this morning. Uh, on ESPN Radio, we're presented by Progressive Insurance. And today, Joe, a very special day across ESPN platforms for a lot of different reasons. It is SB Day, but it's also a day where we like to give back and talk a lot about the V Foundation and what they have done for cancer research. Of course, you'll hear this throughout the entire day here on ESPN Radio, again, across ESPN platforms. And we understand that, you know, the last few years haven't exactly gone swimmingly for everyone. But if you are able, today is the day to try and help us donate here. Go to v.org slash donate now. Um, and your gift will be doubled by a generous V Foundation matching donor. It's a day to give back again if you are able, but it is important. I think at this point, Joe, everyone, unfortunately, knows someone in their life that has been touched by or affected by cancer. And it's, it's a brutal situation and it's a, it's a brutal disease. And it's it's taken over. But um, I think we can all relate to people who have had more heartbreak maybe than others when it comes to this. And so today is a day where we reflect upon that. No doubt. No doubt. It's one of the best days of the year at ESPN because it's the opportunity to step away for a second, to put things into perspective, to think about gratitude, to think about humility, to think about the opportunity for how we can help others. A story right off the bat that I always try to share when these type of topics come up when you're mm-hmm. speaking about cancer is uh, my wife's brother's best friend. So mm-hmm. my, my brother-in-law's best friend, this is a few years ago, he wasn't even 30 and he was diagnosed with colon cancer. <sighs> and colon cancer before the age of 30 is extraordinarily rare, extraordinarily mm-hmm. rare. So he goes to see the doctors and essentially he's just given a, a terminal diagnosis. No. And he's given the heads up that, you know, live out the rest however you want to live out you know take advantage and he refused he refused i I think like a lot of people out there listening and a lot of people out there they're they're going to refuse to accept that diagnosis because it's such a helpless feeling amongst so many other emotions so he begins the process of seeing a second doctor a third doctor a process of trying to find any type of treatment any type of doctor that's going to try to work with him on this and happy to report that what three four years later he he's still alive he is thriving Amazing. Amazing. he is thriving he is cancer free and it speaks to the power of the jimmy v speech don't give up don't ever give up he was unwilling to accept that and i know some people don't have the optimistic happy ending that i just shared but but for those out there who may be battling don't give up as jimmy v always said it's true uh we realize not everyone is as fortunate obviously as your brother-in-law's friend, and thank you for sharing that story, Joe. And and today we know we'll be filled with these kinds of stories, be that a happy ending or not. But nonetheless, we're all kind of in this fight together because, as I said, I think we all know someone who's obviously been touched by this. Also today, 100% of donations goes to cancer research. Um, that's important to know because the V Foundation – you know, covers all administrative expenses. Um, they look at all forms of cancer for all different age groups. And again, that's that's really important to, to keep in mind. And if you can, and if you are able, of course, and we know not everyone is, but if you are able, it's v.org slash donate. 
since we're on the topic of stories, and today is this day where we kind of reflect. I, I you know, I've the last few years, obviously working here at ESPN or ESPN Radio, I've shared this story. My my little sister, who is twenty, going to be twenty two now, so she's doing okay. But when she was fourteen, she was diagnosed with stage four non Hodgkin's lymphoma. At wow. fourteen, that is scary and horrifying. And I spend a lot of holidays and a lot of days in the hospital with her, and and you know the whole thing, like going. Through that time in life, losing your hair, losing all the things and being around all those kids, not even just my sister, but all those kids in, in the children's hospital in Chicago was tough. And I, I, I saw parents and I've, I've, you know, was with my own parents and it was it was hard, but she's doing OK now. Again, a, a little bit probably happier of an ending than I know a lot of other people sometimes get. But just going through the whole process is so hard. And, and a lot of times it's really hard financially, too. You don't even realize like to pay for parking at the hospital every day or to bring in food, whatever your kid or your brother or whoever it is wants, like those kinds of things add up. If you need to stay at a hotel because the hospital is further away, like these are things that that come into play for families. And if a, a foundation like the V Foundation can help with cancer research so some people can avoid those kinds of costs, you know, that's important. So again, if you're able, v.org slash donate now. Um, and, and we'd love to hear your stories here too on Greeny on ESPN Radio. If you want to call and share um, something or, or how, how this day impacts you or your family or, you know, maybe how it's uplifted you or whatever it is, feel free to give us a call. Today's the, t- the day to kind of air it all out. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Again, Shay Cornett and Joe, Joe Fortenbaugh filling in for Greeny here on ESPN Radio. And we're going to kind of keep talking about this today because later on in this show, you're going to hear from Jimmy Vel- Jimmy Valvano, that famous speech that obviously Joe referenced and talked about. Yes. We all probably could recite it now. And and tonight on the ESPYs, we're going to hear, and this is another guy we're going to talk a lot, a lot about today, uh, is Dickie V. We're going to hear from him because he's going to be awarded with that award. And I'm sure he'll give an amazing speech this evening as well, Joe. First off, I had never heard that story you just shared, and I know you've shared it before, so thank you for that. The inspiration that comes from... <sighs> The cancer affecting people, it, it, every every story, no matter who it is, is always tough. Children is, I think, the absolute worst. Oh, it's worst. And I'm, it's not like, you know, that's going to be a unique take there. Just for someone yeah. so young to have to go through something like that. But to show, to show the ability to get through it, the perseverance, the fortitude, everything that has to come with surviving something like that and to come out the other side, it's such a wonderfully inspirational tale for so many of us. So many of us that can take that no matter what we're battling, even if it's outside of something like cancer, these are the type of stories that you can sit there, you can listen to, and you can realize as bad as it gets, there is a way through. It it, it might not be easy, but there is a way through. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, and you know, it's... It's like I I don't like get too deep into it because I know I'll be like shedding tears on camera here on right. ESPN Plus. So I, I you know, I, I have to leave it there. But it is true. Like when you look around at these kids are so resilient and, and adults, too. I mean, you're right. It, mm-hmm. Cancer doesn't pick ages. They don't pick. It, it, it can affect anyone. It doesn't matter who you are. You could be the healthiest person in the world or not. It, it, it truly does not matter. Um, but I think your outlook on it and the way you approach it, as you said earlier, Joe, in terms of your brother-in-law's friend, like that is really important. And it's it's days like today, the ESPYs, or this day where we talk so much about the V Foundation, where hopefully if you know someone who's going through it, or maybe you're going through it, I don't know. But hopefully today, maybe some of these stories or inspiration can give someone a little bit of a little bit of hope and and that is the goal and again jimmy v jimmy v's speech is going to be played here on green in just a little bit and then tonight dick vital who who's been through it this last year man he's tried he's tried to in, inject himself into college basketball and i know it's been tough on him and he's he's battling and he's going to get 
a chance tonight to give a speech. And I know, Joe, it's going to be really inspiring. So I'm really looking forward to that. Without a shadow of a doubt. That will be the highlight of the night. Dickie V, every time he gets on the mic, he has that commanding presence. Whether it's in a very jovial fashion, as he's been known to do over the years, or whether it's going to be in a serious fashion tonight, in part, it's going to be something worth catching no matter where you are, no matter what time it's taking place. Yeah, true. All right, we do have a caller. Glenn is in South Carolina. Uh, Glenn, I'm going to assume today is a little bit of a hard day for you because I see the note on the screen. So go ahead. I'll let you have the floor here on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thank you. I appreciate it. I um. I have three daughters, and um, actually I lost my oldest one, Angelica, in February to non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. She was diagnosed in March of 2021, and she passed away in February of 2022. And the amazing thing about it is how many people reached out and gave their love, talked about how important she was in their lives. She was only 30. And it was absolutely incredible. But the one thing that that speaks to me and speaks to others that have, have been around her uh, about her her fight and about her caring for others more than herself was that I was sitting in the hospital one day with her right at the end. It was actually the last week and she was in pain and she called the nurse in to adjust her painkillers her pain, you know, morphine and so forth. And when the nurse was done, she said, I'm so sorry for bothering you. And the nurse just looked at her and said, you're not bothering me. It's my job. Mm -hmm. But that was the kind of woman young woman that my daughter was and she she fought through so much she was in ICU twice with sepsis she had uh, due to the treatment uh, um, um, neuropathy um, it, it just was an incredible decline because of the type of treatment they had to give her because she had a very rare case, which um, unfortunately uh, worked very, very quickly and and, uh, was very aggressive. So I just want to say to people out there, the V Foundation is doing so many good things, and there's a lot of other foundations obviously out there as well, but the V Foundation does so many great things. It is a resource for people who don't have any resources or don't know of resources to go to go online, read about things that they're doing and, and what they're involved with. And, and, um, I, I just made a donation this morning in, 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 uh, my daughter's honor. And, um, yeah, that's about it. Glenn, thank you so much for the call. Oof, that was a little hard to hear. Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> I'll let you take it away, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> Give me a second here. Go ahead, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's going to be one of those days. It's going to be one of those days. But Glenn calling, Glenn sharing with us, donating today, this is what the day's about. Calling up, sharing your stories, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Uh, we've got the Jimmy V speech Coming up after this, you're not going to want to miss it. Also, ESPN Radio, two days continues. We are going to talk a little sports today, focusing on the Pittsburgh Steelers and what life will be like for Mike Tomlin without Big Ben. That's coming up next. This is Greeny.
here on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Greeny, the podcast. I want to say thank you to Glenn from South Carolina for calling us, sharing his story here on SB Day. Um, an important day as, as we are trying to give back, as we hope you do as well. Um, to the V Foundation, because that is what today is about here on SB Day on ESPN Radio and people sharing their stories. And uh took me a second um, with Glenn. And I know that's probably not the first, but and I'm sure many of you at home felt the same way. But thank you to him for calling and sharing his story. It's V.org slash donate again, V.org slash donate. If you are able today, that is what we're focused on. Um, we're going to get to sports, though. and We've got Steelers two days coming up here in just a minute. But first, here's a a word from ZipRecruiter. Are you excited to travel this summer? Have you ever thought about all of the people that make a vacation truly great, like the chef at that world-class restaurant or the tour guide with great stories? You know, if you're hiring, you can find great people like these for your roles at ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's technology finds the right candidates for your job, and you can invite your top choices to apply. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash greening. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash greening. This is ESPN Radio's NFL Two-A-Days, the Pittsburgh Steelers. With the 20th pick, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Select Kenny Pickett, quarterback, Pittsburgh. They have familiarity with him. They see him every single day walking in the building. They have the advantage when they did the research and scouting because he's right there. The Steelers believe Trubisky has looked as advertised so far. Now, I was also reminded that, look, the Steelers didn't draft Kenny Pickett to sit him forever. And I'm told Mike Tomlin is playing no favorites throughout this process. Now, that doesn't even seem like something Mike, Mike Tomlin would do, does it, Joe? Play favorites. That's not what Mike Tomlin does. But he does have a decision to make in terms of which quarterback is going to start at least week one or maybe at least for the first half of the season. Is it going to be Kenny Pickett, the guy they drafted, 
homegrown there, went to Pitt uh, with the number 20th overall pick? Or is it going to be Mitch Trubisky, who they got from Buffalo? He backed up Josh Allen. Obviously, we know things didn't quite work out for him in Chicago. Joe, what do you think is going to happen with that quarterback position there in Pittsburgh? Unless Pickett absolutely blows away Trubisky in the process leading up to week one, you go with Trubisky. There's two reasons for this. Number one, what's the rush with Kenny Pickett? You just drafted him in the first round. You're not in a situation where you have to start him. This was a weak quarterback class. It's not like he Trevor Lawrence coming out of Clemson Mm -hmm. and everyone's convinced you can get him in there in day one. Give him some time. Let him know the system. No pressure whatsoever. This is why you brought Trubisky in. Number two, this is why you brought Trubisky in, right? After what happened in Buffalo, everyone was talking about how this kid could play, that he he picked up the system quickly, that he's a good teammate, that perhaps part of the problem was what was happening in Chicago. And you know what? Is that that far-fetched? Because that entire staff ended up getting fired. So see what you have in Trubisky. Maybe it turns out Chicago was the problem, not him. And if you strike gold there, boom, picket sits, and you end up winning games with Trubisky. If it doesn't work out with Trubisky, guess what? You have a first-round quarterback backing him up and you can make the transition doesn't seem like a hard decision unless one of them blows the other way in camp and at that point then it's not a hard decision either uh look both of these guys are not familiar with Mike Tomlin's playbook and the way he coaches and all those things they're both going to have to get up to speed but Trubisky has a little bit of a leg up obviously because he's played in the league and for multiple systems and he obviously backed up a guy we can consider to be an MVP candidate year in year out and Josh Allen and so I agree with you I do think Mitch Trubisky should start there for the Pittsburgh Steelers but the Steelers have a luxury that not a lot of teams have their bye week comes smack in the middle of the season Not a lot of teams get that. Some come in the first half, some come towards the end. So if they need to make a clean break right there in the middle, week nine is their bye week, go ahead and make it, and then bring in Kenny Pickett when he feels like he fully has a grasp of how quick the NFL moves. Any young quarterback that I've talked to when I I was an NFL reporter before I came over to ESPN, Joe, and any young quarterback, the number one thing they say is the speed of the game is something you cannot get used to, not in preseason, not in practice, but not until you have some game experience. Well, Kenny's obviously not going to have game experience if Mr. Trubisky is playing, but at least he can see it firsthand, right? Or maybe you put him in here for a player there in a third down situation, I don't know. But at least he'll understand the speed of the game. By inserting him week one when you don't have to, which is a luxury in Mike Tomlin's. I mean, if I think this, certainly Mike Tomlin knows this, right? Like, you have a luxury there in having a quarterback start. And really, you have no pressure on you there in Pittsburgh this year. You don't have Big Ben, and Mike Tomlin's going to have to adjust without him. You have one of the best head coaches in all the National Football League. You have a very competitive division, one that ha- the week one you're going to face the team that was just in the Super Bowl. You've got no pressure. Take your time with these two young guys. When was the last time the Pittsburgh Steelers had the worst odds in the division to win the division? Because that's the situation Mike Tomlin and the Pittsburgh Steelers face this year. They are 10 to 1 to win the AFC North behind Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. Now, Joe, I have no idea. Joe, the la- I will say, and you probably don't remember, I wonder what their odds were last year. Ba- the Bengals were probably worse, I'm going to assume. Yeah, no, the Bengals were absolutely okay. worse, and Cleveland was going to be starting Baker Mayfield, a quarterback, and people were very excited about them coming off a double-digit right. win season. Right. So Pittsburgh may have been sitting third, okay, worst-case scenario, right. but they definitely weren't fourth now that Cincinnati's in the mix. But Mike Tomlin has been coaching this team since 2007. Mike Tomlin has never produced a losing record as the mm-hmm. head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's going to be... 
a tall order to keep that streak going this year because their win total in Vegas is only seven and a half. And there is a glaring statistic that stands out as to why they could be headed for some regression. Nine, seven, and one last season. So they had a winning record, but they had a negative point differential at minus 55. That is a sign that points to regression. But not only that, they played in 11 games that were decided by one score. 11. In those games, they went eight two and one that is another big red flag over a large enough sample you play in that many one score games you should be about 500 every now and again you make the game winning field goal every now and again they make the game winning field goal every now and again your drive at the end stalls their drive at the end stalls 500 games in a one score setting you should be about 500 right to go eight two and one I don't see that lasting and and carrying into next season. Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, you're literally riding on your coach's coattails to figure out how they can get this done. Not only the quarterback position, but look at the rest of the positions. I mean, in terms of wide receiver, you lose James Washington, you lose Ray Ray McLeod, and then you lose Juju Smith-Schuster as well. Sure, you bring in some guys. Miles Boykin, okay, sure. Calvin Austin, George Pickens. But these guys were not Juju Smith-Schuster. I mean, they're going to have some holes to fill on the offensive side of the ball. Tight end, they lost Eric Ebron. I know he was banging up a lot last season, but nonetheless, running back, you don't have a plethora of options there either. James Conner's been gone for a hot minute now. So there are some issues there on both sides of the ball, some holes that they're going to have to figure out early and often when training camp comes. All right. uh, Greeny is presented by Progressive Insurance, as we've told you. If you're a renter, make sure you're protective. Renter's insurance includes options that cover stolen property, personal injury, and living expenses if your place is damaged. Quote renter's insurance at progressive.com. Shea Cornett, Joe Fortenbaugh filling in for Greeny here. Let's listen back to where it all started as today is SB Day here on ESPN Radio. And let's go to Jim Valvano's famous speech from the 1993 ESPYs. I can't tell you what an honor it is to even be mentioned the same breath with an author, Ash. Um, this is something I certainly will, will treasure forever. But as, as uh, was said on the tape, I, and also, I don't have one of those things going with the cue cards, so I'm going to speak longer than anybody else has spoken tonight. That, that's the way it goes. Time, time is very precious to me. I don't know how much I have left, and I have some things that I would like to say. Hopefully, at the end, I'll have something that will be uh, important to, uh, to other people, too. But... I can't help it. Now when I'm fighting cancer, everybody knows that. Uh, and people ask me all the time about how you, you go through your life and how's your day. And nothing has changed for me, as Dick said. I'm a very emotional, passionate man. I can't help it. That's being the son of Rocco and Angelina Valvano. That just comes with the territory. right? We hug, we kiss, we love. And, and when people say to me, how do you get through uh, life or, or each day, it's the same thing. To me, there are three things we all should do every day. If we do this every day of our life, you're going to have, what a wonderful, number one is laugh. You should laugh every day. Number two is think. You should spend some time in thought. And number three is you should have your emotions moved to tears. Could be happiness or joy. But think about it. If you laugh, you think, and you cry, that's a full day. That's a heck of a day. You do that seven days a week, you're going to have something special. And so, I can't help. I rode on the plane up today with Mike Krzyzewski, my, my good friend and a wonderful coach, but people don't realize he's a ten times better person 
than he is a coach, and we know he's a great coach. He's meant a lot to me in these last five or six months of my battle. But when I look at Mike, I think we competed against each other as players. I coached against him for 15 years, and I always have to think about what's important in life is to think to me of three things, where you started, where you are, and where you're going to be. Those are the three things that I try and do every day. And, you know, when I think about getting up and giving a speech, I can't help it. I have to remember the first speech I ever gave. I was coaching at Rutgers University. That was my first job. All I, oh, we got some, wonderful. And I was the freshman coach. That's when freshmen played on freshman teams. And I was so fired up about my first job. I see Lou Holtz, Coach Holtz here. What was it like the first job you had, right? The very first time you stood in the locker room to give a pep talk. That's a special place, the locker room, for a coach to give a talk. So my idol as a coach was Vince Lombardi. And I read this book called Commitment to Excellence by Vince Lombardi. And in the book, Lombardi talked about the first time he spoke before his Green Bay Packer team in the locker room. They were perennial losers. And I'm reading this. And Lombardi said he was thinking, should it be a long talk, a short talk? But he wanted to be emotional. He said, be brief. And this is what he did. He, he, normally, you get in a locker room, I don't know, 25 minutes, a half hour before the team takes the field. You do your little X and O's, and then you give the great Newt Rockney talk. We all do. Speech number 84. You pull them right out. You get, you get ready. Get your squad ready. Well, this is the first one I ever gave. And I read this thing, Lombardi. What he said was, he didn't go in. He waited. His team was wondering, where is he? Where is this great coach? He's not there. Ten minutes. He's still not there. Three minutes before to take the field, Lombardi comes in, bangs the door open, and I think you all remember what great presence he had, right? Great presence. And he walked in, and he just walked back and forth like this, just walk, staring at the players. And he said, all eyes on me. And I'm reading this in this book, and I'm getting a picture of this Lombardi before the, his first game, and he said, gentlemen, we will be successful this year. You can focus on three things and three things only, your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers. And, he, and the rest of it, they knocked the walls down. The rest was history. I said, that's beautiful. I'm going to do that. Your family, your religion, and Rutgers basketball. That's it. I had it. I'm, listen, I'm 21 years old. The kids I'm coaching are 19. All right? And I'm, and I'm going to be the greatest coach in the world, the next Lombardi. And I'm, ready. And I'm practicing out in a, right beside the locker room. The, the manager's telling me, you got to go in. Not yet, not yet. Family, religion, Rutgers basketball. All eyes on me. I got it, I got it. And now finally he said, three minutes. I said, fine. True story. I go to knock the doors open, just like Lombardi. Boom! It didn't open. <laughs> I almost broke my arm. I was like... You know, it was one that didn't open. Now I'm down, the players are looking. You know, coach, get, uh, help the coach up, help him up. You know? And now I did like Lombardi. I walked back and forth, right? And I was going like that with my arm, get the feeling back in it. And finally I said, gentlemen, all eyes on me. And these kids wanted to play. They're 19. Let's go. I said, gentlemen, we'll be successful this year if you can focus on three things and three things only. They said, yeah. They said, your family, your religion, and the Green Bay Packers, I told them. <laughs> I did that. I remember that. <laughs> I remember. I remember where I came from. It's so important to know where you are. And I know where I am right now. How do you go from where you are to where you want to be? And I think it, it, you have to have an enthusiasm for life. You have to have a dream, a goal, and you have to be willing to work for it. I talked about my family. My family is so important. People think I have courage. The courage of my family is my wife, Pam. My three daughters here, Nicole, Jamie, Leanne, my mom, who is right here too. And 
And, and that screen is flashing up there 30 seconds like I care about that screen right now, huh? <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got tumors all over my body. I'm worried about some guy in the back going 30 seconds, huh? You got a lot. Hey, phenomenal, buddy. Yeah, you got a lot. <laughs> All right, get this. Get this. Right, nuts. I got. I just got one last thing. I urge all of you, all of you, to enjoy your life, the precious moments you have, to spend each day with some laughter and some thought, to get your emotions going, to be enthusiastic every day. And Ralph Waldo Emerson said, nothing great can be accomplished without enthusiasm to keep your dreams alive in spite of problems, whatever you have, to be able to work hard for your dreams to, become, to come true, become a reality. Now I, I look at where I, I am now and I know what I want to do. What I would like to be able to do is to spend whatever time I have left and to give in maybe some hope to others. All right? Arthur Ashe Foundation is a wonderful thing. And, and AIDS, the, the, the amount of money pouring in for AIDS is not enough, but it is significant. But if I told you it's 10 times the amount that goes in for cancer research, I also tell you that 500,000 people will die this year of cancer. And I also tell you that one in every four will be afflicted with this disease. And yet, for somehow, we seem to have put it in a little bit of the background. I want to bring it back on the front table. We need your help. I need your help. We need money for research. It may not save my life. It may save my children's lives. It may save someone you love. And it's very important. And ESPN has been so kind to support me in this endeavor and allow me to announce tonight that with ESPN's support, which means what? Their, 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 their money and their dollars and they're helping me. We are starting the Jim, Jimmy V Foundation for Cancer Research. And its, and its motto is, don't give up, don't ever give up. And that's what I'm going to try to do. Every minute that I have left, I will thank God for the day and the moment I have. And if you see me, smile and maybe give me a hug, because that's important to me too. But try, if you can, to support, whether it's AIDS or the Cancer Foundation, so that, that someone else might survive, might prosper, and might actually be cured of this dreaded disease. I can't thank ESPN enough for allowing this to happen, and I'm going to work as hard as I can you know, for cancer research, and hopefully we'll be Maybe we'll have some cures and some breakthroughs. And I'd like to think I'm going to fight my brains out to be back here again next year for the Arthur Ashe recipient. I want to give it next year. I know I've got to go. I've, I've got to go. And I've got one last thing. I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart and it cannot touch my soul. And those three things are going to carry on forever. I thank you, and God bless you all. Wonderful.
one of the best speeches ever given, Jimmy Valvano. We replay it every year on this day, and, and really it feels like throughout the year here on ESPN platforms, and it's fantastic. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Shea Cornett and Joe Fortenbaugh filling in for Greeny today. Coming up, we're going to continue to take your calls. The phone number, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We'd love to hear your stories here on this very special ESPYs Day. Plus, in terms of sports, Sean Payton has already admitted that he is going to coach again. I know we're all so surprised. That's next after this word here from Cheerios. If you're on the go, you might be skipping eating the healthy way, which is probably making you feel a bit more sluggish these days. Well, as a reminder, you can fuel life's special moments with the heart-healthy Honey Nut Cheerios made with whole grain and low in fat. Cheerios also provides 12 essential vitamins and minerals, so pour your heart into today. It's oh so important. Pick up a box of Honey Nut Cheerios today at your local grocery store. This is Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Greeny, the podcast. So uh, Sean Payton is no longer the coach of the New Orleans Saints. This we know, right, Joe? But now, surprise, surprise, he's saying he might want to dabble back into the coaching waters here sooner rather than later. Here is his quote to U.S. Today Sports. I usually get a pit in my stomach about seven days before camp opens, Sean Payton says. When do most teams go in? The 26th of July, the 27th? Ultimately, I do think I'll get back in. Sure, said Payton. There's no way to predict who that club might be. Usually there are about six openings every year. If there's a right fit somewhere, that ultimately will depend on several factors. I, for one, Joe, am not surprised, not even the least bit. Isn't this what we all had predicted was going to happen? He'd maybe take a year off, find the right fit, and then work his way back into the coaching ranks? Yeah, he's a lifer. If you've ever been around him, you watch how he operates. He's a lifer. Football's in his blood. Yeah. And, and taking time off in New Orleans, nothing wrong with that. No. He had a great run in New Orleans, built that program up, won a Super Bowl, contended year after year after year. But you get tied to a quarterback in Drew Brees. And eventually, you don't know life without Drew Brees. And you also realize, you know what? He's leaving. Things are changing. Maybe it's time to hit reset. Nothing wrong with pursuing another avenue. And it's no disrespect to New Orleans or the job. It's just take a year off, refresh, and then figure out what's next. Come back ready to attack with this new vigor. And there are going to be jobs that are out there for Sean Payton. I mean, according to reports, five years, $100 million was on the table from Miami. If he wanted to coach down there, I believe, in 2022. Uh, obviously, there's some hangups with the contract in New Orleans. You couldn't just jump from New Orleans. There was still time left on the deal. But there are going to be some appealing jobs out there for Sean Payton. And there are going to be some very interested teams in Sean Payton's services based on how their seasons go this year because the guy is a proven winner and he's had a lot of success over a long period of time, something that's very difficult to do. Reminds me a little bit of Andy Reid with what we saw in Philly and then what we saw in Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good comparison. And 
I'm not making this up out of thin hair, thin air. Obviously, the team he's been tied to, the rumors were swirling about, was the Dallas Cowboys. Um, he has a relationship there uh, with Jerry Jones, and I think that's obviously one that we all kind of look to. Now, they have a coach there now in Mike McCarthy, but this is a year where the Dallas Cowboys, the cupboard is full. They have all the necessary means. They need to go out and they need to do something in the postseason, not just win their division, not just look good in the regular season, but stay healthy and do something in the postseason more towards the Super Bowl than earlier on um, for this to, to stay afloat. I, I hate doing the prediction game with like, what coach is going to lose his job? Who's going to take it's too early for that? Like, we're not even into training camp. But, I mean, rookies have reported, but truly into training camp yet. So I don't want to play. Shay, that there are game. literally no sports on today outside of one WNBA game. <laughs> this is absolutely a good conversation for today. Okay, that's fair. Fair <laughs> enough. I'm just telling you, Joe, though, from I my know. heart, it hurts me to have this combo. But nonetheless, if you had to, if you said to me, Shay, you have to right now look in your crystal ball and tell me where you think Sean Payton's going to coach next year, my obvious answer, because I feel like it makes the most sense, would be the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I would say this. There were a lot of people who were stunned that Mike McCarthy and his staff were brought back after that playoff flame out to the San Francisco 49ers this past January, right? That was a team that won 12 games. There were high expectations, and they immediately melted down in the postseasons and got their butts kicked out of the playoffs. Everyone was looking at that situation saying, how can you bring McCarthy back? The guy can't manage games. He can't manage timeouts. He's not calling plays. What is he doing? He's not competent when it comes to high-level NFL football in crucial situations. And then you think to yourself, well, wait a minute. Sean Payton is taking a year off. He wasn't going to be able to coach unless someone was going to give up the farm in a trade with New Orleans because he was still under contract. Maybe, just maybe, Jerry Jones is realizing, we'll stick it out with McCarthy for another season because Payton Peyton's not going to be available for another season, so we'll just ride this wave. So if you're Mike McCarthy, getting to the playoffs isn't going to be enough. Winning a singular playoff game, probably not not going to be enough. If you're going to maintain your job, knowing Sean Payton wants back in, you're going to have to make a very deep run and make things very hard for Jerry Jones in terms of that decision as to who's going to coach his team in 2023. Well, and you can't just win out of luck either. You need to be able to manage games properly, not have late game fumbles in situations. I don't mean literally fumbling the ball, but I mean actual fumbles in terms of time management, clock management, everyone being on the same page. That includes your quarterback and so on and so on. Like that, These kinds of things, these mistakes cannot happen anymore. You've got too many veterans on that squad and you've been around too long now to have this continue on. So we'll see what happens, but Sean Payton obviously floating out there in terms of coming back next season, so everyone's seat should be hot, knowing that will be the case. Coming up here on Greeny on ESPN Radio, we're going to continue to take your calls. The phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Holly Rowe is going to join us next hour because it is SB Day, and we're talking about the V Foundation all day. Join us here on Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue, and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured... 
It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Greeny, the podcast. The last night was the All-Star Game. Great. I think, in my opinion, Joe, it's it's the best in terms of all-star competitions at the major league or, you know, the highest professional level. Um, but Aaron Judge, prior to the game, Aaron Judge, Yankees' very own, was asked a question about his future. And he was kind of caught off guard. Listen to this. And he has a son named Jacob who came up the other day really upset from his school in Astoria. He just came over. He's like, are you telling me that Aaron Judge may not be a Yankee after this year? What do you have to tell to Jacob right there and tell your fans that want you to remain in a Yankee uniform? Uh, I wasn't going to put you on the spot. I mean, we're on live TV. Yeah, no, Jacob, buddy. um, You know, we got a lot of great Yankees on this team. You know, there are a lot of great Yankees be here for a long time you know so don't don't get hey don't be upset don't be upset hopefully you'll be a judge fan for life help me joe help me understand that answer because from where i sit the yankees are in first place in all of baseball aaron judge leads the league in home runs and yet he didn't seem to have quite the right answer when it came to his future and where he's going to be i gotta be honest i love the answer because i think i think that is a calculated answer i think that is a smart answer i think that's aaron judge making it very clear that while we're focused on what a kid has to say about him the reality is he's telling the yankees break the bank or i'm out of here like this isn't a situation where i'm saying well you know hopefully we can work through this and i'd love to be a yankee forever no forget you Forget you. I'm not going to sit here and say I want to be a Yankee forever. You've had every opportunity to pay me. You've chosen not to. He's been hurt. We had to go to salary arbitration. He's been hurt. That's fine. The Yankees can make any decision they want. I don't doubt the Yankees' mindset. If they don't want to pay him, they don't have to. The point is, now he's raking, and now people want to say, well, well, what is it if, if you leave? What do you want to say to the kids? Well, you know what? There's plenty of other great Yankees out there because until I see the money from them, I'm going to go grab the bag elsewhere. Do not let the Yankees think you want to come back just because you want to be a Yankee. Pay that man or watch someone else do it. Okay, I agree with you. They need to pay the man. I also understand, though, that he's been hurt and why the Yankees haven't done so just yet. I just hated this answer because what I wanted him to say was, I'm not worried about this right now because we're in first place and because I'm raking and playing so Boo, well. Cliche why are you after worried cliche. about it? Boo. I don't, I don't want to play this mind games thing. I don't want to play with my professional athletes. I don't want to play with teams. I don't want to do that. Do that behind closed doors. I don't need to be involved in it. You know what I mean? No, the mind games have to be in the public. That's the whole point of the mind games. You don't do it behind closed doors. Behind closed doors is when you're civil. Out in public, (laughs) that's when you go ahead and try to tear everything down. Have you not seen The Dark Knight? Okay, not the same. The Dark Knight and the and the New York Yankees, not the same thing. Isn't that Matt Harvey? We've (laughs) yeah, exactly. We've got more greeny coming up. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN+. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.